Shalom, I'm Dr. Yana Sanders, and I'm inviting you to walk with me on a life-changing journey as we return to the original language and culture of the Word of God together. TheFoundationNest.com is offering a program with you in mind for those who are hungry and thirsty for the Lord. This program is called Hakan Ivri. It's found at www.thefoundationnest.com. You can click on the name Hakan Ivri and walk with us. In this exciting program, you will learn about ancient rabbinical literature that is found in the Word of God. Also, when the Lord spoke many of the teachings that He shared that are recorded in the Gospels, He referenced some of these ancient writings. You'll also understand the history behind many of the sayings that Yeshua spoke the Hebraic idioms in Scripture. We have many topics that we'll be covering, but the reports have been incredible from the people who have already been walking this path, that their eyes have been opened to a brand new way of engaging with the Lord, of seeing Him truly in His true setting, with His language, with His culture, and engaging with the Lord in such a way has brought new depth and meaning to their lives. I would love to walk this path with you. If you'll go to this website, www.thefoundationnest.com. Now that's all one word, thefoundationnest.com. Click on the tab, Hakan Ivri, and let's walk together and discover the ancient paths, again, that are unfolding in this day and this era to draw all of us into a deeper union with the person of the Lord. I look forward to seeing you there. Shalom and shalom. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Jessica Wright sharing an insight of the day with you. I am so excited to be here with you again and, and I'm honored. I'm honored to have this opportunity to share with you. I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to all of the speakers on Wisdom's Echo, and it just has made just an impact on my life, and I know and I'm confident that it has on your life also. Today I want to talk about how joy comes in the morning. We are in such a an interesting time in the whole world. It's not like everything going on is just affecting the United States. That is not the case. The whole world has been impacted, has been on lockdown, has to wear a face mask, all these kind of things going on, crazy things, and things I never would have thought would have been our reality, to be honest. And I know that in the lockdown or quarantine, it really presses things out of people. I've, you know, spoken about this before. I am an extrovert. I love to be around people. I love to commune. I am not an introvert. Like being alone, being by myself is 
you know, not something I want to do all the time. Of course, it's important at times, but I love to fellowship, and that's just who I am. So during the quarantine for us, now we have been out of quarantine for a little bit, but during the quarantine for us, it, you know, at first I'm like, yeah, I've got this. I'm going to organize my house. I'm going to, I had to do all these things. I had just all these great intentions, which I'm sure many did. Because at first we thought we just had a two week quarantine. And so I I was like, yes, we've got, we're going to spend all this family time together, which we did. We spent a lot of family time together. And, you know, we had crazy schedules. My daughter, she does dance and my son baseball every day. And, and we have a toddler. So it made everything come to a grinding halt. And it was a great thing, except for whenever I had to start homeschooling. Now, that took everything to another level for me because, hello, it was everything I thought it would be. <laughs> I love being with my kids, but being thrown into doing this and not like I had been doing it all year or I had planned on this. And I know everybody in the world understands what I'm talking about, but... It was interesting. It was everything I thought it would be with, you know, my kids not wanting to get up, you know, because they're like, hey, we're home. We don't have to do this, you know, all this kind of stuff. So everybody was faced with different things. And once we got past the initial part of it, I started getting a little antsy and just kind of like, wow. And through all of the quarantine, now ours wasn't as strict, okay, so I'm not, I'm not complaining, but, you know, it made me appreciate fellowshipping with others. And I found myself one day I had been inside a lot, you know, been doing you know, schoolwork with the kids and I haven't been able to see my people, you know, besides my family, whom I love dearly, but I love to see my friends and the rest of my family. And I just found myself, you know, being sad and I am not a sad person. And I realized I needed to just walk outside and just shake it off, you know, and find find the joy that comes in the morning. It was so refreshing to do that and just to shift my perspective during that time because I was used to being with everybody. And suddenly you're not. You're not allowed to do this and not allowed to do that, which that's another story in and of itself. I realized during this quarantine lockdown that it was pressing a lot of things to the surface in so many different people. Good, bad, and ugly. I tell you, it just, from people being mad that people weren't social distancing each other to, you know, then we had everything in the U.S., and I believe it spread all over the world about racial injustices, which I'm not even you know, going to get into that, but everything where people are just coming and attacking each other. Now we have people mad at each other for wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. It's just crazy mess. And I'm not about it. My focus is on Yahweh and what he's doing and who he says I am and where we are going in this. I don't want to argue. I'm not going to argue. I just want to move forward in what's happening in the kingdom. I believe everyone has been pressed during this time in all different directions. I've had friends that are business owners that are scared that they're losing their business or people with health and just so many different different things and 
during this time, I'm going to be personal with you. And I think that that I'm a very transparent person. And I think it's important to be transparent. But there's times, you know, you need to hide, you know, be covered in love. But there was a point during this period, I had to deal with something that just came out of nowhere, I felt like. And in one of my, you know, relationships, and there was kind of like a death in that relationship, per se. And I wept for like three weeks solid. I and not, and That's not my personality. I am not uh, Debbie Downer. I like to look at the positive in life and have fun. But this was just something that just really shook me. And I trusted Yahweh through this, but it was still so hard. And I, no lie, every day pretty much for three day, three weeks, I was at least, you know, weeping at some point during the day because there was a tearing that was taking place and it just, you know, rocked me, even though I still trusted Yahweh and I knew he was my foundation. And I'm sharing this with you because I'm sure that you have been through this a time or two or even right now while you're listening. But it's okay to cry, but you can't stay in that place. And I had to shift my focus off of just mourning a loss of something and shift my focus to who Yahweh was and what he was doing and what I could look around and be thankful for because there was so much and is so much in my life to be thankful for. So I shifted my focus on Yahweh and he brought me joy for my mourning. He gave me beauty for the ashes and it flipped everything and the healing began to take place. I want to read Psalms chapter 30. And this is the Passion Translation. I'm going to read two translations because it's just really good. Okay, Psalms 30 verse 1 says, I remember boasting, I've got it made. Nothing can stop me now. I'm God's favored one. He's made me steady as a mountain. But then suddenly you hid your face from me. I was panic-stricken and became depressed. Lord, I will exalt you and lift you high, for you have lifted me up on high. Over all of my boasting, gloating enemies, you made me to triumph. O Lord, my healing God, I cried out for a miracle, and you healed me. You brought me back from the brink of death, from the depths below. Now here I am, alive and well, and fully restored. Oh, sing and make melody, you steadfast lovers of God. Give thanks to him every time you reflect on his holiness. I have learned that this anger lasts for a moment. His anger lasts for a moment, but his loving favor lasts a lifetime. We may weep through the night, but at daybreak, it will turn into shouts of ecstatic joy. Come on. Still, I cried out to you, Lord God. I shouted out for mercy, saying, What would you gain in my death if I were to go down to the depths of darkness? Will a grave sing your song? How could death's dust declare your faithfulness? So hear me now, Lord. Show me your famous mercy. O oh God, be my Savior and rescue me. 
Then he broke through and transformed all my wailing into a whirling dance of ecstatic praise. Come on. He has torn the veil and lifted from me the sadness, the sad heaviness of mourning. He wrapped me in the glory garments of gladness. Ooh, that's so good. He wraps us in the glory garments of gladness. How could I be silent when it's time to praise you? Now my heart sings out loud, bursting with joy, a bliss inside that keeps me singing. I can never thank you enough. Woo, that is so powerful. Now I'm going to read another translation. This is the New Living Translation. And it says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried out to you for help and you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, O oh Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. When I was prosperous, I said, nothing can stop me now. Your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me, and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O Lord, I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, What will you gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell of your faithfulness? Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy, that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. So if you are facing anything and it feels hopeless, if you feel hopeless, if you feel that you are stuck in this place of mourning, shift your focus and lift your eyes to the king. Lift your eyes to him so that you can see. You can see, come up here and see what he sees. For weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I want to share this song with you that has just, I was listening to it going down the road and it was probably not safe because I wanted to jump out of my car and just run around screaming because I just felt this in my bones. The joy that is coming. We, we recognize you, joy. We, we engage you, joy. We want, we want you in our lives, joy. So let's just, I just want to share this with you so that you can enjoy this part. Love is a miracle. 
it over you. Listen to Yahweh singing over you. He's faithful. for ashes, joy for mourning, praise for heaviness. His love is a miracle. I love that part when she was singing how she could hear him singing over her. Say, I could hear you singing over me. Sing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's singing over us saying, yes, yes, you've got this. Take off the, your clothes of mourning. Take off your clothes of mourning and wrap yourself in clothes filled with joy. I love this. He wrapped me in the glory garments of gladness. Just take off the heaviness of mourning. If, if you're dealing with something that's just unimaginable, you know, you deal in that and you, you, you go through that, but you have to walk through and come out on the other side. You can't stay there. So you have to take off the heaviness of mourning and let him wrap you in the glory garments of gladness, of joy, where he's singing when you wake up in the morning, something about when the sun rises, the new day that's dawning, and he's singing over you saying, yes, yes, you are perfected. You have my joy. You have my peace. And now lift up your eyes and go for it. Shalom to you. I hope that this has spoken to you and brought you an excitement of joy and peace that passes all understanding. Be blessed.